Welcome to the All Manner of Things podcast. This episode is the monthly manner for October 2019. Hi, my name's Peter. And I'm Shondell. You're listening to All Manner of Things, the podcast where we talk about board games. Yes, and sometimes review them. Yeah, sometimes. We're not having a particularly good year for reviewing board games. More trying to keep up this monthly manner is uh, pretty much at this point all that we can do, but we have plans to up our game in the future. Yes. Next year, which I know it's like only November and we've already sort of written off this year as a bit of a... But don't write us off, okay? Especially if you're listening to these podcasts in bulk, one after the next. We will improve. (laughs) Yes. I feel like this year has been us trying to get our heads around how to manage our time with an extra person in the house and we're getting better at that. So I'm pretty confident we'll get back on track next year. Yeah, definitely. The other thing is for October and for half of November, I am back at uni doing an intensive unit, which is where they take 13 weeks of a course and try and shove it into five weeks. And that has been taking up quite a bit of time. So how many assignments did you have to do? Four in five weeks. So I hasn't quite finished yet. I've still got another week to go. So it's going to put us into early mid-November before I finish that. So that's why we're, and then after that, it's straight into planning for the holiday season and all that sort of stuff. So, you know, next year, next year, we will be getting back on track. Okay, so that's pretty much all manner of things. So let's just start talking about the games that we have played, because even though we have been pretty busy, we have still managed to play five games. And I feel like each month we think we haven't played much and each month we've played five games, which is not a huge amount compared to what we used to play. But it's still five games. It's more than I was expecting. Yeah, exactly. It's variety. This was supposed to be the month that I was most fearful for, for time. But you've done very well in trying to balance everything and to be able to have five games for all of us to play, that, that's, uh, that's been amazing. It's been good. Though i got to tell you, it has been a little while since we've played any board games. It feels like maybe three weeks. No, it week, hasn't. You always two, think it's been longer than three weeks. Been. Anyway, I'm I'm desperately want to play a board game. I have yes. to play a board game. So going through the board games we played. First up, we played Codenames Harry Potter again. Yeah. Look, you've, you're probably hearing us playing that game every could, month since every we got month, it. Yeah, and yeah. the good reason too. You know, this is one of those games, and we keep saying it that if you've got, you know. 10, 15 minutes up your sleeve and yeah. it's such a small, uh, easy to set up, fast game that it just makes sense to play. Yep. And you find that sometimes when you get new games, sometimes you'll play it once and then it'll be on your shelf for a while and you'll play it again later. But other games like this one for us, you just you hammer when you first get them and then there'll be a big period where we won't play it. Yeah, definitely. And I also think that I'm more of a fan, as I've probably mentioned before, of co-ops. Uh, especially when I'm tired yeah. and yep. when you're, because you don't really want to think too hard. Well, you've got to, you want to think as a team, etc. but you don't really want to go, oh my goodness, I'm just going to get smashed here by yeah. the opposition. 
Especially Although we are getting smashed by the opposition. The opposition just happens to be the game. But at the, at the same time, it's not, it's not a, a bad feeling, you know. It's just a kind of like, oh, well, better luck next time. <laughs> it's not, not one of those things where, ha, ha, I made you hurt or the other way around, you know. It's, it's, yeah. it's not malicious. So speaking of making you hurt, because we've already talked about Harry Potter code names enough, well, let's talk about all the lost, other games we played. Way. Yes, we do got absolutely smashed. <laughs> um, we'll talk about all the other games we played this month, which yes. I happened to win. Uh, I'm on a bit of a roll a, this you're month, on a massive roll, and and the other four games that we played, I won every single one of them. I don't know if I smashed you in a lot of them. A lot of them were quite close, but I am on a roll. Let, let's list them off, shall we? Okay. Blue Lagoon. Yeah, you smashed. No, you didn't smash me on that. That was quite a close game, if it I recall. It was, yes. That's probably, will net, or will you, there's, there's two parts to Blue Lagoon. And the first part, you did really well in setting up where your tents were. Or your I think a little settlement. Yeah, yeah. You did very well. You set that up in very strategic islands and I didn't really catch on to that. And so when it came to the second round, you're off to a flying start and you kind of owned that northeast position, northwest position. Just the whole north, really. Yeah. You're kind of like the Starks. Yeah. You just owned the north, queen of the north. Yep, that's me. And I was... You know, I don't know what I was. I wasn't doing a hell of a lot, whatever I was. But I, I put <laughs> but up a bit of a fight. No, I put up yeah. a bit of a fight and it wasn't bad. Uh, I did, didn't feel like I was going to win that one at all. We have talked about Blue Lagoon before because it was one of the ones that we bought this year. And you just, it's a very simple putting your tokens out to settle a map. And. Yeah, it was one of the ones where we, when we opened it, I still remember this, and even when we played it again, it seems very, oh, you just put a person down, you know, and then another person puts a person down, and then you put a person down, and it doesn't sound like there's much to it. But once you get into it, it just... That being said, I think there's only one strategy. Yeah? Yeah. I don't know, because we also were playing... Whether you're aiming for the um, artifacts and the resources or whether you're aiming for all the island bonuses, like having the longest chain, which is how you managed to keep up with me, even though I was being a bit more strategic. You had the longest chain of islands connected together. And, you I know, so there's a little like bit to it. Like, like a Chinese checkers thing to it where you put down a piece, the other person puts down another piece, etc. Um, but you're always like, ah, oh, if you take that piece, that means I can go here, that goes there, yeah. goes there, goes there, goes there. And it does yeah. have a little bit of, I'm going to put this piece here and if you do that, it's going to make me do this. Yep. And, it'll and unless you forget what you were going to do. Yeah, you're going to use up two of your what are colony pieces, um, whereas I would only need to use up one. So yeah. I'm going to keep more tokens in you so I can go further. It's got that little. It's got a little. It's got a little yeah. more strategy than you than on the surface. I yep. like it. Yeah. Um. Okay. So the next game that I won was Splendor. Yes. It's actually been quite a while since we played Splendor. And it is such a good game. It is. It's one of those games. Again, you, you, you might notice con- a theme with yeah. all these games. They're very easy to set up and relatively quick to play games. Um. But they've also got quite a bit of strategy in them. And this is one that. 
I just feel it won't go astray in your collection. You will continue to grab this one out and give it a go. Being said, I almost feel like every time I go to play this game, I need to be convinced to play the game. Like, come on, let's play, um, let's play Splendor. And I'd be like, yeah, they've got this game. I got this game. It's a really good game over here. That game, good game over there. That's a really good game. No, let's play Splendor. And so, I go, okay, fair enough. I'll play Splendor. And I start playing Splendor and I absolutely love it every time. Yeah. And I can't believe that it's been such a long time since I've played it. You know, it's yeah. one of those games. It's a hidden gem. <laughs> I can't believe I went there. <laughs> and if you didn't get that joke, it's because... Uh, the game is about g- collecting gems. gems. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's a game where you're building the mines, right? Like you, the cards that you collect are mines. Yeah. 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 And I... I always play the same strategy. Usually I lose because I always play the same strategy, but I like collecting the cheap mines and then having my cheap mines buy me more expensive mines once I get enough of them. And also attract the nobles because I've got so many mines. Usually it doesn't pay off and I don't win, but this time I did. I felt like the key to this game was that that top row, the third row. Yep, which but Not, I didn't touch it. But yeah, no. Generally, it is say. Generally, yeah. it is yep. the top. But I looked at the top and second row, and there was a lot of emeralds, and, and there, there wasn't, wasn't a, a lot, lot of, of cheap em- emeralds. You saw yeah. that as well, right? Yeah. That was just the luck of the draw, but it just changed the game, or you know, straight away. And I was like, yep. how am I going to get to the second and third levels like I normally do to win? Yeah, which are the more expensive mines, which have more victory points on them. And so you didn't even do that, though. You kept no. on the cheap mines and you went to get those favours from the... The nobles. The nobles. The nobles visit. And that what won, that's what won you the game. And yeah. you just smashed. It was it was almost like, oh, my goodness. You're gonna, game over. You game over and went yeah. around. And I'm like, well, there's no way I can get those victory points in that time. So, you know. And interestingly, we played this as a three-player this month I don't think it plays any different as a two player to a three player apart from the fact that you run out of cheap mines quicker (laughs) true because people snap up the cheap mines we've emptied that deck didn't we yep I almost always whenever I play that deck gets emptied but (laughs) but usually it's not as fast because you don't have as many people but apart from that I don't I think it plays very well in terms of playing the same as a two-player or a three-player. And player. I think it would actually play really well on a games night. Yeah. Like yeah. even a, the hosted games nights that we do, having that one out on the table, yeah, yeah. really good. I mean, it, it's one of those games that if you're walking past it as a bystander, you're not going to be that drawn into it because it's not like a three-dimensional train or any sliding or moving parts. The artwork isn't amazing. But it's just really one of those games that can suck you in. Yeah. It's like an abstract game with artwork. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. But it's um it's got the the gemstones that you collect early on, you're collecting gemstones to buy the mines. Uh they're little they're like poker chips. They're heavy and they're sturdy and they clink and they're cool. Actually, speaking of clinking, that's a nice segue into the next game we played, which was Azul. Which was our random game from last month. Yes. And so we, we played that and I won. <laughs> <laughs> mm, this, is, this is one of those games where we've, we've always played variant one. 
of those games where oh, we, that's we're right. playing yeah. on the board that the predetermined tile colors. Yep. So we thought we'd give it a go on the one where you can map out your own colored tiles. Yep. And I you thought still to have myself, all the restrictions of only one of each type and each row and each column. But you can put them however you like. And I was thinking to myself right at the very start, I'm going, hmm, you know, I'm going to play like there is a pattern already and I'm going to try and make my horizontal, uh, sorry, try and make my diagonal lines of colours. Yes, yep. And it did not work. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I originally thought the same thing because I thought that'll guarantee that I've got this right. But then I realised because you've got the option of putting them down anywhere, you can put them closer together because the more things that are touching, the more points you get. However, in doing so, I thought I was was on top of it and then I started to realise, actually, no, I cannot possibly play one of these tiles in this row because I've blocked myself off, which, you know, does mean because to end the game you need to have a row – and because I was building that way, it was rows. I was going, oh, I can't place this one on a row. So it, I couldn't possibly finish the game with certain rows on my board because I had locked myself into not being able to play anything. And it was just a different way of playing. I felt you won this game purely on the fact that you had all of the colours of a certain tile. Yes, yeah, so a full collection. A full collection yeah. of that particular coloured tile. That really pushed you ahead. I mean, you, maybe That's you were going to win anyway. That, so. You're probably going to win anyway, but that one was like, wow, that really cemented it. That you, because I didn't get any, you know, complete colors. Yep. And uh, it it is one of those bonuses that I only always think about right at the very end. I always try and get my uh, my vertical lines. Get as many yes. vertical lines yes. in as possible. Because they don't end the game, but they get you more points. They get you seven points. Yeah. And I got two of those and I thought, wow, I'm in, I'm in for a chance here. I'll wait for this, the last round. We'd start tallying up the, the bonuses and I'm, I'm going to smash it. But no, again. I got uh, two as well, I think, in the end. Didn't yeah, I? You, you equaled yeah. that. And I was like, okay, well, they even themselves out. And then you got the top, you got 10 points on top of that. So, yeah, yes, yes, another one. That one, it was a complete smash. I agree. That one was like, wow, you've really done well. And I didn't smash many tiles, speaking of smash, yeah, on true. the floor throughout that whole game. True. I did. I don't know but how you, you I look at, managed look at, it. But that, the last time we played that game, um, we played it with, uh, it was a three-player game and we accidentally picked on someone and they smashed so many tiles yes. throughout that game yes. and they still won. True. True. So it's that one is not like in my mind Blue Lagoon. That one has got many different strategies to how you how you do. And it's also not like Splendor in that it doesn't play. It's not quite the same as a two player to a three player because you're picking on particular people. You can choose: Am I going to take this and mess up that person, or am I going to take that and mess up that person? And exactly. It's got that extra dimension with that third player in it, but it's still very strategic and good game. Last game? Yes, last game. The last game we played this month was Selenia. So that one is a new one. It's one we played for the first time. Basically, it's an airship going around a planet that no longer has night and day. So one side of the planet is perpetual night, the other side is perpetual day. And you're playing these resource cards 
on the different floaty islands around this planet. It's just so beautiful. And the resource cards have little holes in the center. I have to explain this. So the card itself has a hole in the center and then the locations you place them on, right in the center of the location is a picture of the resource. So when you put your card over the location, the little win hole window shows what resource you're playing on. So if you're playing a two card and you put the hole over a water, you get two water. It's just, it's little touches like that that make it kind of cool. But it was a resource management game um, because you're collecting resources from certain floaty islands and then selling them at other floaty islands. And you've only got a certain amount of space in your airship and that's the part that I forgot about as we were playing. And I ended up wasting resources because I forgot to sell them and my airship got full and then when I went to pick up more and I had nowhere to put them and that was unfortunate. But with this game... It wasn't a clear winner or loser throughout the game. I didn't actually feel like defeated at all or no. at any point. I felt like this was one of those games where you don't really know who's going to win or lose until the very end. Yep. But it I is a beautiful game. It's a beautiful game. In fact, I couldn't even remember whether you won or lost. That's how much I think I was just enjoying the way that the the board was moving, the clever way in which you – yes. So as the airship moves around the planet, you move it forward and you take the bottom piece of the board and you flip it over and you put it to the top so that, the, yeah, it's like a conveyor belt of yeah. board movement That's throughout good, the entire game. Yeah, And, yeah, it's just it's very cool doing it that way. So we played, there's two... Yeah, there's um, two variants. Two variants. and we played Summer and winter. We played the summer variant. Yep. And that one is a lot easier to try and get your head around. Simpler. So we thought that we'd yeah. just try that one. And I feel like that's a complete game in itself. So oh, absolutely. I am curious to see what the winter variant has. It looks like there's a lot less resource um, places. Yep. And there's also a lot of special ability sort of things coming into that other side that you need to know how to manage and things like that. So the summer side's good for someone who's new to games, whereas the winter side's for someone who wants a little bit more. I enjoyed the summer side. I mean, I don't get me wrong, I want to try the winter side yeah. for sure. Yeah. But I enjoyed the summer side. You know, I kind of feel like it's almost like Azul, where we're very content playing with the uh, tiles, that, that we place your tile, the pre pre-positioned tile placements yep. for quite some time. And all of a sudden we think, you know what? Let's try without it. Yeah. So this could almost be like, let, let's just play the summer variant and just think of that as being the game and all yep. of a sudden going, you know what, let's just flip the uh, taboos over yep. and then see how much variant this is. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think it's that sort of that sort of game. And it's so, in terms of a research management game, it's so straightforward and simple. Different. Yeah, because the um, in addition to picking up the resources as you go. That's pretty much all you do is you put down your cards and you pick up resources. But um, as the airship moves, when the conveyor belt thing happens, when your cards are kicked off the bottom for the board to turn around, there's a little extra power on the bottom of each of those cards that gets activated. So if you're playing a two card to pick up two of a resource and you're looking at your hand, you might have three two cards to choose from and one of them is going to give you this when it gets kicked off and one of them is going to give you that when it gets kicked off. And and also when you're playing them, it's not just I need water, it's 
can I get to this card right near the bottom of the board? Because the sooner I get it kicked off, the sooner exactly. I can get that extra resource and exactly. the sooner I can fill that particular job. And trying to beat each other for the the jobs, like trying to fill those orders before the other player does is, yeah, it's good. And we again, we only played it once, but we didn't even get close to those end abilities, those end bonuses, Yeah, did we at all? It almost yeah. felt like we were like four in and there was like eight. But we both did waste resources because we weren't really, we weren't paying as much attention to selling them as quick as we were gaining them. I think we might have been able to fulfil more jobs if we had paid more attention to that. Anyway, good game. I enjoyed it. Look forward to reviewing that one actually. Yeah. It's interesting, of all the games that we bought, I thought there'd be one or two that were misses but I've been enjoying most of them. I'm not going to mention the one that it was a miss. Yes. There was one that was a miss with all our with recent all the, purchases. With all the researches that we did behind it, it was one that we researched the most, the one that we're looking forward to the most, and didn't quite hit the mark for us. Okay. Um, in terms of games purchased for October, nah, we just have not had time to go purchase games this month, unfortunately. But next month... I'm expecting at least one game to arrive from Kickstarter. Yay. Which will be a tiny epic, yeah, tiny epic strategy. No, tactics. tactics tiny epic tactics. Sorry. What tiny about epic. the, um, when are you expecting to get out? Christmas. Okay. So the month after. Cool. I, we also are discussing potentially purchasing another board game as a reward for ourselves for getting through this. Um, tough times with uni and the busy times with uni, I should say. So, you know, we might have a couple of games next month. We'll see how we go. And that's it. So time for our random game to play next month. Drum roll. Well, don't do a drum roll because we have no drum. Random game for November is Arboretum. Yeah, I'm it looking has forward been to this a while one. since we played that one. Oh, this is gonna be good. And since you're on a winning streak, maybe not so good. But maybe I can, you know, turn that round on this of all games. I know this is one of your favourites. I know. I love. Be... I love tearing my hair out with this game. It just makes me laugh so much. How frustrated I get with this game. It's a. It's a funny pain. I don't know how to describe this game. I know, it's just, laugh out uh, loud. Yeah. Yeah, frustration. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant. Looking forward to this one. You've been listening to the All Manner of Things podcast. If you would like to get in touch with us, you can email us, podcast at allmannerofthings.com. Or alternatively, you can visit our website at www.allmannerofthings.com. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Thank you.